Um, welcome to part three of Purpose God's Way. It's just interesting to know, to, to understand what purpose is and to just move from one level of um, purpose to another in understanding and in revelation, right, Maggie? Yes, indeed. And um, I think today we're going to be talking about can purpose change? You know what your purpose is at this particular time and you're pursuing it. Can it change halfway? Can it change? I have no idea, Master. <laughs> can it change? I think it can because different seasons call for different things. But I don't think change in terms of the purpose itself. Maybe more the intensity, depending on seasons. I don't know. Maybe that should be a very interesting one. Eh? Can yeah, purpose that's change? That's a good question. But that's a very good question. But yeah. can it really change? I think from one level of understanding to another, mm-hmm. as you morph and as you change as a person, you can be called to do a certain thing in a certain area, and when you excel in it, then God moves you to a different level. So it of could the be same calling. Of the same calling. Of the same so purpose. It, of the same purpose. Mm. As in, ultimately, you're supposed to be in pursuit of purpose. Mm. The dynamics of it could uh, change that's the word the field or the skills and everything that appertains it could change mm. but ultimately if you're spreading the gospel of jesus christ the purpose still remains the same if you're enlightening people the purpose still remains the same right if you're teaching or i think it's a methodology i know i stand to be corrected it's a really good question yeah actually yeah. i think i agree with you that the dynamics on how you fulfill that purpose could change but the actual purpose maybe doesn't change. For example, if God uses your voice to speak, then the purpose may change. Maybe you might, the dynamics may change. Maybe you're speaking in a church and then he switches you over to being a chaplain of a school. Now you're here doing podcasts and reaching Mm. more people, you know. Now the other thing is, must you be saved to pursue purpose? I think absolutely not. Just like you give us the analogy of the cup Mm -hmm. that is used to drink water. I think a cup will always be a cup that holds water or whatever it is, mm. the liquid. So I believe everybody was created with a reason mm. and a purpose to be in. With the thought in mind that if purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable, then it means that anything that does not know its purpose, if a fridge, if we get a fridge today and we don't uh. know its purpose, we may put your shoes in there and we'll never know. And then we'll have spoiled food and we'll be throwing the food away. True. So I think it determines, purpose determines your time, how you use your time time management, mm-hmm. it actually it governs and stewards everything that is given to you. And there are there people who are saved, have accepted Jesus Christ, but they don't walk in purpose? Oh, totally, totally. Because I think to know your purpose, you actually have to pursue knowing it. Uh-huh. Have the intention and the passion and then backed by the Holy Spirit to be able to do that, right? Exactly, so that you can steward it once you know. Uh-huh. I guess maybe we can just jump into... Some of the biblical stories that mm. we've read about in the Bible, about purpose. And maybe you can tell me, what is your favorite story? Which, who, which character? <laughs> who is your favorite character? What's the story? And what are some of the lessons? And how can that be applicable to you as a person, as an individual who is in pursuit of this thing called purpose? I think the people that I use the most have to be Joseph and Daniel, especially when I'm talking to the kids. Because their purposes how God went about getting their training Mm. for their purpose was very unusual. Mm. They were pulled out of their homes. They were taken to places that did not believe in what they believed. Mm. But they remained with the understanding of the faith they were raised in. 
we don't see them preaching. We don't see them holding crusades, but mm. they in that calling whether it's Joseph who was caused to steward in prison and caused to steward in Potiphar's house mm-hmm. uh, in Pharaoh's house and then we see him eventually becoming second in command mm-hmm. in the entire nation and same for Daniel you know they're excelling in academics everything he studies he stands out and mm. he is clearly seen at the top and then again takes you know a very high position mm-hmm. And God uses him to rule over the people and to cause his purpose to be known. Both of them were in lands that were secular. Yes, they were. Yeah, so um, even going into that, let me even divert you Kidogo because many of us Christians, especially, we find it difficult to work in the secular field. So once people give their lives to Christ and maybe you worked for a company that makes cigarettes, mm-hmm. makes alcohol, the first thing people tell you is you to- you're working in the devil's kingdom, get out. And now my question to you is how then does the light the light come? How do you how, how light you who is the carrier the yeah, exactly. you who is the carrier of to be light. the light in lights? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you you gotta wonder, eh? Are we really taught that we shall become the light in darkness? Um, it's very interesting. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14 to, to 16, it yeah. says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Mm. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Then here you are. You've gotten saved midstream your life or you've been saved and you've gotten this job in a, what we deem not a godly organization, quote-unquote. But I think ultimately being the light of the world is your ability to influence. Um, the light of the world is that as you're put on that hill um, of your marketplace, of your office, of your family, it's that you're able to light up people, and that is done through character. Mm-hmm. So the biggest issue is that most of us have not allowed the Holy Spirit to transform our character. Ouch. And ultimately, Galatians chapter 5, and I think this is something that we all know by heart, Mm. but we never quite live it out. Verse 22 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. As a saved person in the marketplace or in your office or in your family, can people say that you're self-controlled? Can people say you're gentle? Can people say you're good and you're kind? (laughs) And I think that that is where the drawing of the line is. As you've said in the book of Daniel, we see that Daniel is made in charge of the astrologers, in charge of the the soothsayers. And even as you say that, it's interesting that Daniel had to study even the astrology, eh? which was what they believed. And he excelled in it. You really see him... In all the subjects that he, they, they declare that he studied, mm-hmm. he, he, in essence, is one of the wise men. Mm-hmm. He's and the witch doctors. I the, know. And the wizards so, and yeah. the So Daniel chapter 2 and verse 48, then mm-hmm. the king appointed Daniel to a high position and gave him many valuable gifts. Mm-hmm. He made Daniel ruler over the whole province of Babylon, mm-hmm. as well as chief over all his wise men. And who are the people who are the wise men of those days? It was the 
witch doctors yes it was it was the astrologers the seers the seers yeah and and that's how it is in the marketplace yes, i mean it it's is. a jungle yes it is you meet all forms of people exactly. who believe in anything exactly. and everything and everyone and worship whatever they desire exactly. but so now the question is back to what you asked how can you be a light should, should you quit should you quit because now Good question. Has God no, no. Co- the, the has God has told, told you to, to quit? quit. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cause yeah, I think so. Because people are like, oh my God, I just discovered uh, my boss worships whatever it is. Yeah. And so I can't be under him because my my it'll affect me. Is that how it works, Mercy? Um, I, to quit or not to quit, I think should be driven primarily as a believer. You ought to hear the voice of God. You have to hear the voice of God telling you, yes, you could leave and go to whatever he sends you. But if he hasn't spoken, um, and it's society that is speaking, mm. um, it's good to listen to counsel, wise mm. counsel, despise wise counsel. It is good to know the environment in which you're working in and at. Mm. But ultimately, it is for you to use the word of God at the workplace to influence, yeah? And to also pray for yourself to have the gifts of the Spirit. Mm. That even in your being there, that these people will be influenced by the light. Because when light comes, darkness does not comprehend it. And it is by your deeds. It is by your actions. Salvation is the first step but there's so many other things you need to do just mm. because you're saved doesn't mean that you abscond duty mm. doesn't mean that you don't give excellent work doesn't mm. mean that there's so many other parameters that you have to look at as a person at the workplace mm. it is that you have to have the same drive and ambition as most people offer excellence in what you do mm. be diligent at the place of work mm. then as you pray god will bless you will expand you mm. and many other things that you have to do you see the biggest thing is that you think that oh now that you're saved and you're professing Jesus that you spend the whole day at your desk reading the Bible. Reading the Bible, that too. Mm. You can look for your own personal time at lunch or, mm. or in the evening or in the morning mm. or whatever time. But that is not the reason why your employer hired you. Hired you. He mm-hmm. hired you for a skill. And he needs you to deploy your skill mm. in exchange for the income. As you said, in excellence, I think there's a lot of um, the place of influence, the place mm. of understanding what can you offer mm. and how can you influence people. I think in, my previ- in the previous um, episode, I talked about being able to be the carrier of light by if you work in a place where the, you guys don't go to church, you're able to bring the someone to them. Mm. You're able to share with them what the word of God said. Materials that you've read, uh, be it the Bible, be it online, you can give it to them that it can open them up and then ultimately you can tell them about jesus Mm. um i think for me the biggest um and the best story ultimately is the story of jesus as one who lived in purpose and influenced Mm. um the whole world and he died on the cross for us and we know that um jesus came to save the world he is god and he's coming was so that we can become the righteousness of God. We can live a life of fullness, of redemption, of salvation, and all the things that the Word of God says. Those are some of the things that we need to be very wary of, even as we read the Bible and we apply these things at the marketplace. As we pick them out and we ask ourselves, am I truly an ambassador of Jesus? Do I embody the fruit of the Spirit? And am I a carrier of that which the Spirit of God has to say? And will people look at me and say, 
they are drawn to salvation they are drawn to the lord they want to know what this is what is this light that mercy carries or that maggie carries that they can be partakers of it that they can be influenced of it and i guess that is how you ought to influence um, your marketplace your area of calling where you've been called how you've been called so there's a lot of information out here um and when you work in the marketplace you have to be upskilled and there are different skills that you have to get along the along your career journey and um i guess for me mm. just like daniel yeah he read and he was diligent so daniel chapter 1 and verse um, from verse 17 mm-hmm. and it says um for these four children for these four young men or for these four children god gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Mm. So number one, it comes from God. Mm. So God gives mm. the knowledge, the increase, mm. the skills, the learning and the wisdom. But you have to partner with him in desire. Mm. You have to partner with him to be able to be better, become better or much better than your peers and everyone. And ultimately, as you've heard in Daniel 1.17, that Daniel had understanding in Mm -hmm. all visions and dreams, then he was sought after. So yes, there is the place of learning, but there is also the place of diligence as you learn. So what is diligence as you learn? Diligence as you learn is the ability to subject yourself to these institutions of learning, Mm. to be able to say that I will spare my time. Mm. I will spare my, quote unquote, the time, my my free time to be able to learn, to be equipped. Mm. I will sit under, is it a church thing? You'll sit under a pastor. Is it at the marketplace at the university? You'll take time and sit under the learning institution. Even for yourself as you learn, you'll be able to ask, to, to commit yourself to sit because it takes time. It takes time to do the homework, to do the assignments, to do exams Mm. it actually does take time Mm. so there's that diligence that we ought to have and then the second thing is desire so do you desire to be better Mm. do you desire to upgrade yourself or you just want to be the same Mm. year in year out out. Mm. and then using that desire then to propel you to upskill yourself to upskill yourself be it at work and, and and in all other areas that you're called to I think there's an expectation that also sometimes when we are saved that we will receive favor beyond what is required to be known because we are children of God. And we are. Mm. And yes, there is. Mm. But there's also the place of partnering with the Holy Spirit. Mm. Which is your own diligence in studying and increasing yeah. knowledge. And increasing knowledge, I believe so. Noted. Yeah. And and um ultimately it's you see God created us in his own likeness and image. Um and his likeness is is what we we imitate. His image is is how he created us. It's who we are as people. But that desire comes from God himself. So if he puts it inside of you. It is ultimately that you pursue it um to better you, to make you a better person mm. and to also allow him to use you. But I think for me, the biggest thing is that you're light. How can you be light consistently? And that is just by praying for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. 
that um, the gifts of the Holy Spirit that are in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22 to mm. 23. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against, against such there is no law. Mm. That people eat the fruit. People look at you and, and desire to be like you. That's why we used to say, I want to be like so-and-so. I want mm. to be like... Because there's something that you... You like about them. Mm. So that thing is the fruit of the Spirit. Mm. And I think even as we come to the end of this, it's for us to pray mm. for the fruit of the Spirit mm. to be imparted in each one of us that as God calls us into the marketplace to be the light of the world, that we embody and we have the fruit of the Spirit. Mm. So let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we just want to continue in the place of prayer today, mm. praying that as you have placed us and put us as light in the world, that as we serve in every area of our lives, at the marketplace and church and every place that you have told us and called us to go to, in whichever mm. field of work, skill, that we shall have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And Father, we pray that indeed today you will increase us in love, you will increase us in joy, you will increase us in peace, mm. in forbearance, in kindness, in goodness, in faithfulness, mm. gentleness, and self-control. Mm. Father God, that indeed at the end of the day, mm. when people look at us, they will desire that which we carry because we carry the light and we display the fruit of the Spirit. And Father, above all else, people will be drawn to you because of these fruits that mm. they, that we embody. So as you're there, continue to pray for yourself mm. that the Lord God Almighty will give you and increase in you and display through you the fruit of the Spirit. For we pray all this, believing and trusting in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.